0: Even when I wasn't in the room, the team got the job done because uh, he says, even though I'm an introvert and I thought I wasn't a people person, he says, I realized I cared about people. I cared about the people who worked for me. So they cared about me. They cared about our mission, person after person after person. Welcome to the Rising Leader Podcast, where being a high achiever doesn't necessarily equate to being an effective leader. Let's check to see if you're in the right place. If you're rising through the ranks of your organization so fast that your leadership skills need to grow as fast as your responsibilities, you're in the right place. If it seems you need different skills to lead your team or lead from within a group of talented, competitive peers, you're in the right place. If you're looking to become a trusted advisor to the CEO, you are definitely in the right place. So now that we know that you're in the right place, enjoy today's conversation before we begin the show i have something for you the rising leader handbook is going to be published in october of this year but you don't have to wait if you go to my website www.markjsilverman.com click the red button you can get an advanced copy of the executive summary of the rising leader handbook in the same place you can get a copy of only tense love to get your feedback now on with the show there's a video uh, going around the internet past couple of days. Uh, there's this gentleman speaking to an economic forum, and he's talking about unemployment. And he says unemployment is too low. And he talks about how workers feel like they can get away with anything. He says workers are arrogant. They feel that their companies owe them rather than they owe their companies. And we need to change that. We need unemployment to double. We need hard times. We need economic hard times so that these employees are put in their place. And this guy actually said this out loud on video, uh, that the employees need to be put in their place. They're too arrogant. It's crazy, but it's also it's also a prevalent idea. It's also really, really lazy, 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 lazy leadership. It's like that autocratic leadership that you, you know, you have to have people in fear and you have to beat them into submission in order to get productivity out of them. And it's, it's, it's very old thinking. And I was thinking, comparing this to going over the transcripts. So I'm in that part of the Rising Leader Handbook, where I'm taking the transcripts from the podcast and all the interviews that I've done with some of these amazing people. Uh, And I'm taking excerpts and putting them in the book to support some of the some of the things that I'm talking about in the book, some of the leadership skills, and you know, if I can give you some real world comparisons to people who are actually implemented it, I think it gets has a little more weight. And as I'm going through transcript after transcript after transcript uh, with Beth Perlman, with uh, Larry Quinlan, who is a CIO of Deloitte, uh, with Tom Mendoza, president of, of NetApp, all these amazing leaders who have accomplished just so much there's a common denominator with all of them one of them is they all run towards a fire they were all people who picked up uh whatever jobs other people didn't want to do and went and did those and did them well in order to move forward but to a person every single person tom Mendoza, larry quinlan beth broman every single person uh marxie crowley wrote the book leading from the heart uh, which I kind of rolled my heart eyes at, even though I'm a heart led guy. Uh, and then, you know, talking to him, he said, you know, when, if, uh, Mark, Mark Crowley said, if you, if you ask people about me, even though I wrote the book leading from the heart and that's what I care about, if you asked people what it was like working for me, he would say, I was the most demanding boss they ever had. He says, the secret is I could be demanding of them because they knew I cared about them. And when we talked, when I talked to Larry Quinlan, he says, you know, everything that i have one was because of the help of other people who were willing to help me peers you know people who i worked for were willing to help me but it was my team my team always carried me. My team always got the job done. Even when I wasn't in the room, the team got the job done because uh, he says, even though I'm an introvert and I thought I wasn't a people person, he says, I realized I cared about people. I cared about the people who worked for me. So they cared about me. They cared about our mission. Person after person after person was talked about, you know, uh, Tom Mendoza, again, the quintessential leader that i worked for and i've talked about him over and over and over again on this podcast the president of the company would call people out of the blue to catch someone do some doing something right he would ask them about their personal life and he had thousands of employees the common denominator for all these leaders who crushed it was that he cared they cared about their people, so their people cared about them. So if you if you have that tendency to, for that autocratic, you know, people should, and you're complaining about your people that they should be a certain way, check how you're showing up. With Kim Scott, we talk about radical candor. Kim talks about keeping your caring, your empathy high, but also your candor, your your feedback, your forthrightness also high. I was just talking to a client who is having some difficult feedback conversations with one of the people who works for him. And uh, when he when he found out that uh, the person's mentor had already given him some of the feedback and the guy cried, that was a clue to me that, uh, yes, the tough conversation still needs to happen. But the empathy level that my client needs to bring to that conversation needs to be through the roof because the guy already gets it. He already gets that he's failing. Now, if the guy didn't and he's being arrogant about it and he's pushing back, then we can we can lower the empathy level. We can bring that relentless forthrightness to crack through if they're worth it, right? That kind of thing. But you're, you're, the only way to gain trust is for people to know you care about them. That's, you know, Tom Mendoza says that all the time, all the time, people don't, won't care until they know you care. So check yourself. When was the last time you had a conversation that was other than business? I work with Enneagram types all the time. So personality types. And, you know, so I'm an Enneagram too. I'm a, I'm the happy helper. So my caring quotient is always high, but an eight who uh, is a driver or a three, who is an achiever, they would forget that that caring part and that connection needs to be there because it's just not part of the their uh their psyche they get things done and you want you want a 3 and an 8 in your life cuz uh you know someone like me you know you need the, you need those people to get things done so when i'm coaching a 3 or an 8 or a 5 who's a more analytical type I was asked them, you know, so what three people have you had conversations or coffee or lunch with this week that you didn't talk about work that you found out about their family, their you know their health situation, how they're doing? And uh, so I just did that with uh, with uh, someone this week who's really really analytical, and he came back and he says, "Yeah, not only did we connect, and I learned more about them, I got honest feedback that I can use to improve processes in the company. I wouldn't have gotten that business." feedback had i not had that connection so up your caring up your empathy i will quote kim scott in radical candor that does not mean you can't be tough mark crowley lead from the heart doesn't mean he wasn't the most demanding boss anybody's ever had they just got to know that you're in the boat with them that you care about them and we'll, we'll drive that home over and over and over again i care about you I appreciate you. Couldn't do this without you. I love you a ton. Have a great rest of the day. Thank you for joining today's conversation. If you got value, please share the episode, give us a thumbs up, write us a review. And if there's a topic you'd like us to cover or a question that you have, send them my way. Look forward to connecting on the next episode of the Rising Leader Podcast.